Welcome to episode 223 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, the value and challenges of live streaming. And Brian, you and I are doing our first Facebook Live of the Sports Marketing Huddle. Oh, man. You know what's even more interesting is I just pulled it up on my phone so I could check it out. It's really kind of... uh... It's kind of fascinating us watching us podcasting about live watching live. I don't know, man. I'm excited. This is our first live stream of the podcast. And of course, we're talking about live streaming. So I'm pretty pumped. This is going to be a fun one. So what I really like about this is we're going to be talking about the value and challenges of live streaming. And Brian, we are 23 minutes into us originally trying to live stream this episode. And live streaming isn't easy, which I believe is one of the biggest challenges of why brands and people do not live stream. However, the amount of value that is there, and we talk about this all the time with brands and professional sports teams, you need to be live streaming because it's authentic. We know the organic reach on Facebook is is much higher. It gives an opportunity for you to interact with your audience. So there's a lot of positives. So let's try and break this down so that we can best deliver value to the audience. Where do you want to start? Oh, man. Well, yeah, that's a that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff to cover. But you know, I, I'm I'm a full proponent for f- proponent of live streaming in the right time in the right place for the right reason. Um, obviously, you and I are the type of type of people and believers in look, do it, test it, measure it, and then make you know decision on that, optimize against it, and see you know is it worth it? Can you do something different or better next time? And so that's what you and I are doing right now. And I, and I believe that more brands and people should be doing it that way. But at the same time, I think there's a lot of caveats to when is it just a time suck? Is it valuable? You know. So I think we can get into those details later. But I'm curious, what you know, what's your thoughts? Like, should everyone be doing it? And is there a reason for everyone not to be doing it? I think the answer is yes, everyone should do this. I think on both a personal level and a brand level, and it starts with one, because once you do your first live stream, you will have a completely different uh, thought process based on your experience. Cause you're like, you can tell yourself every reason for why you shouldn't be doing live streaming. I don't know what to do. No one wants to hear about me. I have nothing to talk about whatever it's i really think about when i talk to clients they're like why they're not live streaming it's a lack of confidence due to a lack of knowledge it's like riding a bike for the first time you just don't know what to do and it's not easy to put yourself out there in front of everybody in being vulnerable so for me i say the number one thing that anyone watching this or listening to this right now can do do a facebook live just stream it once, do Periscope. You can delete it after the fact if you want, but just do it once and and understand what it's like to be live. And for brands, I think that's a very hard thing because Brian, we both know how meticulous brands can be and how uh, risk averse they can be because sitting there in a meeting, they're not saying, you know what we need to do? We should try live streaming once just to try and test the waters. Everyone wants to have this perfectly laid out plan, which I guess is actually a very nice segue, Brian, all right, we got two schools of thought. Is it better to just plow ahead and be action-oriented and say, you know what, Rob, I agree with you. I'm just going to do a Facebook Live podcast. Or does it make more sense to be a little bit more strategic in things so that the quality of what you're doing is a little bit better? Because we know uh, the reason we're doing this is actually for the value that we can deliver to our audience. The answer is yes. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> the answer is yes. And here's, here's what I mean, right? So first of all, should everyone do it? Yes, with some caveats, right? So yes, should people do it that aren't doing it, that are hesitating on it, that feel like, oh, I got to get all these things in order before I can go and do it. And that's what's holding them back from doing it. Absolutely, right? Just just do it. Who cares? Who cares what I have to think? Who cares what your audience has to think? Just do it. You don't ever have to do it again. I think the experience of doing it is interesting, regardless of the type of company, brand, team you are, finding a way to do the live stream, number one. But number two, here's the reason why you shouldn't do it and why you should also be very prepared. Because here's the deal. The difference between live streaming and a pre-edited video is that we're taking up a lot of people's times in real time, meaning people are at work, people are, you know, wherever they are, they're traveling. Are we creating enough value in the moment for people to stop doing all the crap that they're doing, pick up their phone or, lie, or be in Facebook and sit there and watch us talk instead of doing the other things that they should, should be doing? I don't know. That's a question, right? The only way you find that out is if you do it. But here's the deal. It's very easy to do a long live stream where you just talk about whatever for a long period of time and make no points. I'm not saying that's what you and I are doing, but I think that a lot of people use the live stream and the long format as a crutch to not get better at presenting, to not get better and more polished at coming up with an idea that actually gives value. Because you could talk all day on a live stream, but if there's zero value, no one cares and you won't get anywhere. So I think if you already know how to deliver value, do the live stream and figure out how do I deliver real value to my audience live. Okay. But if you haven't figured out how do I deliver real value, how do I give content and context that my audience can consume and is interested in, then do that first. And the way that you get better at that, and I've gone through this process with an awesome dude who owns two market media, Hank Norman, you do 60 to 90 second videos. Because if you can get an entire thought that has an opinion, that has a point of view, that gives away value and gives people actionable information in, in, in 60 to 90 seconds that people actually care about. Now you're driving real value. Now you can take that 90 seconds and you can expand that out to 20 minutes live. But if you start with trying to do 20 minutes live and you don't know how to deliver value, it's just a lot of babble that no one cares about. So yes, should you do it? Absolutely. But first figure out how to deliver that value and tell a good story and then use live to your advantage. Don't use live instead of the other things. And building off that, Brian, you know what I would do? Just take one topic on one thing. And regardless if you're a brand or personal, you can say, I love cars. I love sports. I love jerseys. I love business, sports marketing. Just take one specific topic like we're doing today, live streaming, and build on that. In shorter is better. Don't use the ability to have live streaming as, well, I can just keep on going because the number one thing you need to do to be good at live streaming and podcasting is to always be thinking about your audience first and what they're going to be getting out of this and making it less about you and more about others. So, Brian, let's transition this to brands and sports teams mm -hmm. and how they can better use live streaming. So we, we're definitely seeing over the course of the last year of us doing the Sports Marketing Huddle podcast – teams like baseball teams live streaming batting practice or the NFL uh, having rules against live streaming. We know Antonio Brown got in trouble for doing Facebook Live. So what do you think is the next uh, way that professional sports teams are going to use live streaming? Do you believe they will be embracing this significantly more like I believe they should? 
They must. They must embrace it more. And here's the reason. You and I having a conversation, uh, you know, that, that, that can be consumed later in some period of time on our, you know, on the podcast, uh, on iTunes is one thing because people know that, hey, you know what? This is cool. Maybe I, I want to listen to Rob and Brian chat live, but I'd rather consume it on my way home from work. So I'll wait till later when they upload it. That which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But in sports where you're giving me the consumer, and the fan access to a player, to a place, to a time that I would normally not be able to see, dude, I'm in, I'm all in. Fans are in, they want to see that, right? And so now I know that obviously leagues are controlling certain aspects of this, but the reality is show me, you know, coming out of the tunnel, show me behind the scenes, you know, a prepping for the game, show me some practice stuff, show me BP if you're baseball, right? Show me the locker room before or after, show me something else, show me strategy session, show me something that I don't normally get to see as a fan. Dude, I'm in, I'm watching it live because I've never been able to see that before live. I know that the broadcast rights are what's holding up a lot of the streaming and there's a lot of confusion around that. So what I say to the sports teams is, look, understand fully where you know, where, where the edges are of the broadcast rights, you know, get rid of the gray areas. Can we, can we show this? Can we not show this? And then all the things that fall outside of the things you can't show, show it all. And then start to see what the fans really react to and what they absolutely can't get enough of. Dude, just show more of that. But Brian, we don't have enough time, resources, or knowledge as a professional sports team. We don't know what to do next. Wah, 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 wah. But, but that's complain. But but that's that's exactly what's probably going through a lot of their heads saying we already have a large amount of things to do. Of course you do. So I believe that live streaming should be moved to number one on every professional sports team's agenda for social because of the uniqueness of it. So when we look at the the digital landscape, you hear so much about there's just so much digital noise and Content just gets repurposed everywhere, but professional sports teams have a unique opportunity to give people an inside look that you cannot get anywhere else. I don't care where else you go. You can't go into the Pittsburgh Penguins pregame locker room to see what's going on right now. The Penguins have that ability before game four and teams need to realize the value in that. For me being a diehard sports fan, I would love to only consume live content nonstop. And I really believe, and I've, I've written about this uh, previously. I think that TVs are just going to become a device in which we can live stream or watch anything that we want. So professional sports teams, I would love to be watching right now the Pittsburgh Penguins channel where it's just an ongoing series of series where they say, just like you would uh, a TV guide, at 2 o'clock we're going to have the pregame skate. At 3 o'clock, we're going to have Sidney Crosby. At 4 o'clock, we're going to have Coach's Corner. At 5 o'clock, we're going to have whatever, a beat writer talking about the line changes. Insert whatever you want. But this yep. is an ongoing wheel that even in the offseason right now, we would love to be seeing for the NFL what's going on with rookie training yeah. camps. Uh, Storylines and content are literally the easiest part of all of this. It's all a matter of, and this goes back to our first topic, Brian, doing. You have to be action-oriented, and then you can start learning because guess what? What if the Steelers gave Antonio Brown his own Facebook Live show? I don't know. Why why have we not seen that? What if, right? Yeah, what if? I agree. What if? Why not? Why not? What, what, you know, what, what is holding it back? And I mean, I think this is the thing, right? You can make it as complex or as simple as you want. You can have one person with a can with a phone 
you know, in a, in a, in a battery charger walking around and doing these interviews and showing the stuff. And just, that's what they're doing half of the day, right? It's easy to do, or you can make it complex and expensive and have cameras and feeds and all of that stuff. It just depends. Depends on the scale of which you want to operate and have the ability to operate on. Right. So that's the beauty of where technology is today versus where it was, you know, even a handful of years ago where, dude, all you need is a phone in reality. And does it, do, do you care as a fan if, if the quality's kind of crappy, but you're seeing amazing stuff behind the scenes? Of course not. Of course not. If you're getting to see stuff you wouldn't normally see, you're not like, well, that didn't look super produced with graphics. No one cares, right? They just want to see the stuff they don't normally get access to. You give them that. It can be on an iPhone. Dude, that's all you need to do. And again, if it becomes really successful, then you can make the decision to invest more time, energy, money, and people into it. Figure it, you know, you, you go from there, but you start with a phone and you scale. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't let the barrier to entry or lack thereof scare anyone. If Brian and I can do a Facebook Live podcast, anybody can. The barrier to entry is zero. And for those listening to this via podcast, Brian and I are using a program called BeLive.tv. And from my knowledge, this is the best way to use a free platform to Facebook Live uh, an interview like this. There's also more produced things like Wirecast for if you want to create a home studio show that you can do. Uh, I've also learned that it's not overly complex, but it does cost a little bit of money there. Uh, But really, Brian, all it is is get your phone, start on Facebook Live. Uh, Simple as that. So last thing ways that people can do it wrong. Let's let's try and debunk those to try and save people who say, you know right. what, I'm with you guys the whole way. I want to do this. What are some tips to help them not do this uh, okay. bad? Yeah, so don't, don't live stream something that you're already showing me. Now, ours is different because we're, you're already hearing us, like we're already doing this, but you didn't see you and I doing this live. It's a different context where you and I are talking and people can see the context of the conversation. They can see the flubs that aren't edited out. Not that we do a lot of editing, but right, like it's really raw and it's live, right? But don't show me something that you're already showing me. Show me something different. Like give me the behind the scenes if you're a sports team or you're a brand. Like, you know, show me the people that I don't, don't normally hear from. Show me the, the places and the spaces and the times I don't normally get access to. Give me that. That's how you make it right. But don't just show me the same old stuff that I could see by turning on ESPN. Yeah. Here, here's a simple tip. Uh, smile when you're on camera. That's something I learned right away. Try and smile as, as <laughs> uh, this is live, so I'm not smiling anyway. Sorry. Uh, and then number two for me, have fun with this. I love live streaming because it's raw and authentic and the lack of perfection is actually one thing that I believe is, oh, yeah. is an advantage for brands because brands want to be so polished, but mm-hmm. Everybody isn't polished all the time and the authenticity of it. I believe this is why you and I are doing this. The next level of the Facebook Live podcast for us is going to be opening this up to Q&A and engagement because I think on the ultimate level here, what you want to be able to do is to provide value to your audience. And if you can do that in real time, my goodness, that is the holy grail of what you're looking for because we just, like Rod or like Jerry Maguire said, help me help you, Rod. That's all we want to do with this bad boy. We're going to have fun. We're adding an extra layer on this and video. 
video allows you to see us and there's a different connection that happens when it's just audio. So uh, I apologize for Brian and I not doing this earlier. This is something that you and I have both wanted to do. Yeah. But, back, but back to our, do you just do it versus strategic? You yeah. and I wanted to be a little bit more strategic because we did know that we wanted to be able to deliver a certain level of quality and value to our audience. I agree. Look, you know, it's about it's a balance of both. And I think that's the other don't is don't just do it without having an under some level of understanding, even if it's just intuitive understanding of what value you're going to drive to your audience, right? So if it's an insight, if it's a behind the scenes, if it's educational, if it's entertainment, if it's personality, if it's a story, what is that thing that you're going to give me that's actual tangible value that me as a fan, a consumer or a viewer or a passerby might stop and pay attention, right? So because I think it's easy for people to say, oh, I'll just sit here and talk and turn my camera on about nothing and people will want to see that. That's just not true because now you're just wasting people's time. So I believe it's really both, which is just do it, but understand really first what's the value you're trying to give to your audience. So Brian, let's get to the takeaways portion of this. And I want one person to take action. This is something it's it's hard when you listen to a podcast and you read something and then the presenter tells you to do something because it's very easy to be like, well, they're just not talking to me. I don't care if you run a business that has one employee or a thousand. If you have not live streamed before, I want you to live stream and I want you to send it to Brian and I. And if you have any questions, what do I talk about? What do I do? Tweet us. Here's our, on the, uh, the Facebook live right now, you can hit me up at Rob Cressy on Twitter or at bold CEO on Twitter. Hit us up. Ask us a question. We want to help you live stream because we both believe this can have a significant impact on your business. And Rob, Rob is talking directly to you. Yes. You, you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, that's nice for me, but I don't have the time or the energy, or the resources. No, no, no. Rob's talking directly to you. Yeah. 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 Yes. You're nodding your head. Okay, great. Dude, Rob's talking directly to you. Just do it. Do it today. Not tomorrow, not five weeks from now. Don't plan it out. Today. Do the live stream. Tag Rob and I in it. Oh, I, I know. I know. I know there's a lot going on in your life. I know. Oh, well, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. I don't care. Just do it. Look, you're not going to lose your audience the first and only time you do it. Just do it. Do it today. Tag Rob and I. Give you the Twitter handles. Let us know how it goes. Or, or tag us in the live stream You know, and, and let it, give us the link to Facebook. We'll check it out. We'll comment. Well, Brian, you know what? I really enjoyed our first Facebook Live, and I'm looking forward to doing more of them. We want to hear feedback from anybody who watches this live. What did you think about this? Are there things we could do better? Are there things we can do to provide more value for you? And if you dug this show, we would love for you to subscribe to the Sports Marketing Huddle on iTunes. We also do this in an audio version, which we're going to strip this bad boy down. And that's actually another thing that we'll be able to teach you in a future uh, episode is how you can turn a Facebook live into a podcast and get uh, double the audience because you can hit the people on audio as well as video. Any parting shots, Brian? No, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you and make sure to subscribe on iTunes.